Welcome to episode 67 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's Tuesday, people. Tuesday, 24th of December. It's not. It's not, people. It is not Tuesday, the 24th of December. It's not Christmas Eve right now uh, because I've had to put this back again. It's fucking Christmas Day right here, right now. I'm doing this at 20 to 8 at night for the love that you show me, people out there. Uh, I am doing this on Christmas fucking day, just to try and get it out. What sort of a sad bastard does a podcast on Christmas day? Me, people. That's who I'm telling you. Me, right now. Um, Yeah, it's Christmas day. It's uh, 20 to 8 at night. I am just literally, the tea is off the agenda today, people. I've literally just poured my first alcoholic drink of the day. Um, and we're on port. I know. I'm living like some sort of Victorian character from a fucking Dickens novel uh, right now. Not too dissimilar, to be perfectly honest, from the old Scrooge. Um, three uh, three uh, ghosts tried to visit me last night. I told the first one to fuck off and the other two didn't turn up. That's what Scrooge should have done. That's what he should have done in that. Uh, I have watched, by the way, uh, I have watched that today, the uh, A Christmas Carol on the BBC. Um, people of the world, not just uh, uh, in the UK. People of the world, if you haven't seen that, uh, A Christmas Carol with uh, Guy Pearce, Stephen Graham in there. Jesus Christ, that, that port's strong. It's like 10-year-old port. Um <laughs> You can tell that because it tastes like fucking Prince Andrew's dick. Um, Ten-year-old... Fucking hell, here we go. Uh, Ten-year-old port I'm drinking at the minute. Uh, it's the first glass, though, people. So this podcast, it's got to last half an hour. I thought I can I can start drinking one glass and by the end of it, still be um, a little bit compass mentis, even though it's already playing Havoc. Uh, Havoc with my IBS, man. I don't even know if I've got that. I don't even know if I've got that. Uh, It's probably just uh, repeating on me a little bit. But yeah, if you haven't seen um, A Christmas Carol with Guy Pearce, Stephen Graham in it, it's fucking good, man. It's sort of like, uh, it doesn't pull any punches, that's for sure. It's a little bit of a renegade version. Um, It's sort of like uh, a Scorsese version of... um, A Christmas Carol, uh, the classic Dickens uh, tale about Scrooge and that shit. And you get a bit more background information of probably why the the chap doesn't like Christmas that much. After a little deal done at school with his dad. (laughs) Fuck me, Jesus, it's bleak. It's bleak as fuck. Um, And you haven't got that whole thing at the end where he goes around buying everybody fucking Christmas turkeys and shit. Um. To be fair in it, I didn't like the Bob Cratchit character. He seemed a little bit too sarcastic for my liking. He seemed a bit of a fucking arsehole. Uh, even that. So I was like, nah, I'm not really uh, that bothered about Scrooge treating him badly. Uh, but it's a good watch, people. That's all I've been doing all day, by the way. Watching fucking films and shit. That's what you do at Christmas, isn't it? I always watch two films Christmas Day, guaranteed. It's a Wonderful Life and I watch Casablanca. I've already watched It's a Wonderful Life already earlier on today. 
Uh, classic Christmas film, isn't it? Every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. Gotta buy Clarence. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, so I've watched that already, uh, and I watched Casablanca. Uh, not that it's a particularly Christmas film, but I always watch it Christmas Day, um, which has hauntings of the uh, uh, Don't Fuck With Cats documentary there, where the guy had the... Uh, um, the fucking poster of Casablanca above his bed when he was ice picking the geezer to death. Uh, there's a Christmas. Hey, let's try and keep this light, Ben, today. Yeah, it's Christmas Day. Um, I had an uncomfortable conversation with my neighbour earlier when I was having a fag on my doorstep. Yeah, I've treated myself to a packet of fags today. It's fucking Christmas. Why wouldn't you? This is my intent, right, to smoke, smoke out over Christmas and then the new year... This is where the resolution kicks in about uh, um, giving up the fags, man. I've got to do it. I'm 42 now, isn't it? It's good. Smoking's good. This is my whole philosophy on smoking. Smoking's really, really fucking good and amazing right until the end, and then it gets fucking shit. It no-stops completely. As soon as you're walking around like a fucking ghostbuster with a pack of, like, uh, fucking oxygen on your back that's when it gets a bit shit the old smoking when normal air doesn't contain enough oxygen so you have to have pure oxygen i've seen people outside of hospitals strapped to one of those fucking oxygen tanks still fucking smoking not the best thing you can do i imagine but when you've got that tube going up your fucking nose and you're walking around like a fucking ghostbuster with an oxygen pack on your back i think that's Probably time to draw a line under the old smoking, isn't it? It's good. I'm putting money back into the economy through tax people out there judging people. Uh, judging people who smoke, isn't ya? Right now, a few of you non-smokers out there probably judging me. Oh, smoking's a disgusting habit. Yes, yeah, so's judging other people. Hey, it's Christmas. Let's uh, Let's calm down a little bit. Jesus Christ, that port's, that port's instantly had a, an effect on me. Let's have another little sip. There you go. Takes a little bit less time to drink that than tea, isn't it? People out there clocking up. Uh, yeah, so I've pre pretty much been watching films all day today, people. I watched, uh, illegally watched, um, I don't know whether it's illegal anymore or not. Illegally watched The Rise of Skywalker. I quite enjoyed that. It's a nice little bookend, isn't it, to the old, uh, the nine films uh, that had already happened. Um, the last line in it, hey, man, I'm Ray Skywalker, or whatever uh, she claims to be. Uh, I thought, well, you know, you just want a place to live. You're trying to convince that old woman you're related to him. <laughs> just say you're a Palpatine. And see the look on that old woman's face. Um, but I thought it was good. The Rise of Skywalker, um, they tied it off well. I thought um, typical J.J. Abrams, fucking brilliant action scenes in there. And um, it just tied it off nicely, didn't it? And uh, the other thing I've been watching this week as well is The Mandalorian. And I can't fucking get enough. I can't get enough of it. I've watched seven episodes in a day yesterday. That's what I was doing yesterday, people. Christmas Eve, watching The Mandalorian all day long. 
Legally-ish. Legally-ish. I don't know. I watched it on my laptop. I don't know. There's sites out there. I'm not the one. That's the thing about this, right? I'm not the one putting the shit on the internet, right? These sites are the one putting the, the shit on the internet. I'm not the one breaking the law just by clicking on it, am I? I don't know. I don't know. Who, who cares? Laws. It's Christmas Day, isn't it? Anyway, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> um, I hope you've had a good day. I hope you've had a good day today. I hope you got all the gifts you wanted, spent it with your family, friends, whatever. Um, my mum is out of the country at the moment, as she tends to do at Christmas, but... Um, she was cruising by uh, the Bermuda uh, Bermuda the other day. She's on a cruise. That's what people do. She went to New York, New York, to get some coffee and uh, some pizza. Uh, the New York accent slipped there a little bit, didn't it? But, um, yeah, she uh, went for a few days in New York, and now she's gone for a cruise. So she was heading past Bermuda. At last text message. Jesus, that port's repeating on me. Somewhat chronic. Um, yeah, so she was cruising past uh, Bermuda on the last report. And then I hadn't heard from her for about 24 hours. And I thought, oh, here we go. The Bermuda Triangle all over again. Mum's, uh, I'm going to be one of these people on a documentary. My mum went on a cruise and just went missing, man. Uh, but she checked in today, wishing me a Merry Christmas. And... Um, uh, with the text message started, morning G, it's 7am. <laughs> I think mum put in an extra G there uh, by accident. Uh, unless she's calling me a gangster. I don't know, morning G, that could be our thing now. Me and mum just calling each other G. What up G? How's it going? Yeah, not too bad, homegirl. Um, yeah, so uh, she's out of the country, so I pretty much... Had a bit of a. I had dinner earlier and it was just too much. I had far too much, cooked far too much, had far too much to eat, and then immediately fell asleep after. If you can't fall asleep on Christmas Day, when can you fall asleep in the middle of the day? That's one of the things, isn't it? I was like a hibernating bear. I just stuffed myself for the winter, as we all do. And I'm one of those wankers who doesn't eat meat. I know people out there. Someone's got to have a conscience about something, haven't they? At least, you know, I've got to have a conscience about something. That's what I mean. I'm not judging you people out there for eating meat. You fucking plough through it. You eat those things that are living and had a life. Um, but I choose not to. Uh, so I had... Um, fucking corn roasting or whatever it was fucking it's pretty rank isn't it you try and convince yourself it's like eating turkey but it's it's possibly not is it it's just like you know it comes in a fucking sausage thing wrapped in plastic and then you've got to cut carve through that uh i had the old brussels sprouts i don't mind brussels sprouts it's all right but i cooked enough for fucking to have a spare dinner as well so at some point, I may heat that up and have that in a bit. I'm getting... That's the thing. This is the thing about Christmas Day. When you have your dinner, about an hour afterwards, you're like stuffed. You have a sleep, you wake up, and then two hours after that, you're hungry again. I have no idea how the human race has survived. 
when you can be that full and then four hours later, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm starting to get a bit peckish again. We have to eat all the time. We're not like a snake. Oh, well, you can see why snakes survive. They have one meal and it sorts them out for a couple of months. You watch these documentaries about like things living in the arid in arid deserts and wastelands and shit, and they eat every fucking two years or something. That's the way to survive. We have to eat every fucking... I couldn't have been more full. I haven't even had a shit afterwards. So it's in there. It's still in my system, working its way around my intestines. I imagine it'll float out of my fucking hernia at some point, just float past there. And then into the bowel system, which is the bowel system, isn't it? And then into the, you know, tomorrow's going to be a, a heavy day for the toilet. Many toilets, I imagine, around the UK and around the world are going to take a bit of a pounding tomorrow, aren't they? You know, the plumbing system around the world is going to be working overdrive. It's on red alert at the moment, isn't it? You know, 8 o'clock at night, people with IBS. People with IBS that's been fucking medically um, acknowledged that they've got it, other than my own that I make up. Um, I imagine the toilet systems are on red alert at the minute for the next couple of days, aren't they? Until possibly New Year's Eve when uh, when it's there just to, just to take vomit. <laughs> I don't know, people. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so um, yeah, so I had a nice dinner. Um, I don't do all that shit, by the way. I don't do the um, Christmas cake, um, Christmas pudding or mince pies. I don't understand how people can eat that shit. It's fucking rank. Christmas cake, the only good thing about Christmas cake is the fucking icing on the top. The only good thing about Christmas pudding, there's nothing... I never liked Christmas pudding. It must have been shit. Like years ago when, like in the um, in medieval times, when like Christmas pudding was an amazing thing. Holy shit, you got raisins and shit in there and bits of fucking orange peel. Oh, Jesus, fucking rank, man. It's all the, it's all the shit you don't want to eat, surely. Give me some ice cream any day. You know, bit of Viennetta ice cream. With cream, with double cream on the top. You know, even like a syrup pudding. That's nice. Bit of cream on the top, but fucking, I never got my head around mince pies. It's that horrible, stodgy shit in the middle, isn't it? Of the mince pie. It's just, yeah, I, I, I never, I never really like that shit. I remember eating that around my nan's house when we used to go around Christmas around my nan's house when I was a kid. And you bite into it and there'd be 20p pieces in there and shit. That was the good bit. That was the only good about thing about the Christmas pudding. And now all I'd be thinking is because I can't fucking eat around other people. Um, yeah, that's one of the things I don't do on Christmas. Eat with other people. Um, I can't do that, man. I can't do that whole fucking thing. I'm a gannet when I come to eat as well. I just fucking shovel it in. I don't experience the taste or the flavour, man. I just fucking eat to be full and then eat as much as I can and then fucking relax and um, and fall asleep on the sofa as I did this afternoon. I know. I know. 
If you can't sleep on Christmas Day, when can you sleep? Who said that? That was me a few minutes ago. Um, what are we on? Fucking 16 minutes already, people. Let's have another um, bit of Christmas poor. Anyway, the crux of the situation is I hope you all had a Merry Christmas and got the things you wanted. I'll tell you a few things I got. Let's have a look. Let's have a little bit of port first. It's not bad, man. It's not bad. It's fucking rich, though, innit? It's the sort of drink that can give you gout in a day. You just wake up tomorrow and you can't fucking walk. In it, I feel like a fucking Mr. Bumble character at the minute. I don't know. Yeah, so I'll tell you a few of the things I've got for Christmas. Um, I'm going New York. New York. New York. New York. Um, in February. So my mum got me some dollars. Dollars! Um, to go to New York with. Um, um, sorting out gigs over there at the minute. Um, so I'll be in New York at some point at the start of February, from about the 5th of February, I think, for about a week, like six nights, seven nights, I'm over there. Um, so I'll be out there. So I've got some dollars for that. i got, um, I got uh, Peter Fox, international reviewer extraordinaire, uh, Knott's Comedy Review, um, kindly um, gave me a uh, present the last time I saw him and said, oh, uh, I thought you'd like this for Christmas, which was nice. And it was a good, the bad and the ugly book. The book of the film, uh, I think it's a spin-off of the film, but it was the book of the film, uh, which was very nice of him because he knows I like that film. Um, and that was lovely of him. So I got that, I opened it today, thanked him. Thank you, Peter Fox, for that. Um, I also, um, I got a new, I like wearing black on stage. Uh, I wear a black sweatshirt, any design, any design. A black sweatshirt, black jeans, white trainers, that's my thing. That's what I do. It just makes me, I feel comfortable in that shit. I don't have to fucking iron a shirt. I can just go on stage, pull it on. It feels like, I don't know, man. Takes me back to the football days wearing a sweatshirt, you know? Feels like you're working out a little bit. Feels like you're fucking earning your money. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I, you know, I did, I never wanted, like, I'm not a t-shirt and a jacket kind of a guy. You know what I mean? I see people wearing t-shirts and jackets and think, oh yeah, that looks quite smart, but it doesn't, it doesn't fit with me. You know, I like keeping things a little bit loose. So, um. I have a sweatshirt. Um, my mum bought me a new uh, Tommy Hilfiger sweatshirt, black one, or blackish. It's sort of like in between black and uh, navy. Um, but um, yeah, she bought me that. That was nice. She got me some um, fucking smelly stuff. You've got to have smelly stuff at Christmas. It's like, it's con- it's mandatory, isn't it, at Christmas? Smelly stuff. So um, some uh, Ted Baker smelly stuff I got. Fucking hell, man. Jesus, do you hear that? That's that fucking port. Fucking reaping its... That's port mixing with the um, the fucking stodge of a dinner that I had earlier on. Um, so, um, yeah, I got that. I got um, uh, uh, sweatshirt. Yeah, I've already said that. Uh, smelly stuff. And then I got a book um, to encourage my reading. I quite like autobiographies and biographies and shit like that. So um, I got the book Blowing the Doors Off, which is the Michael Caine 
Blowing the Bloody Doors Off and Other Lessons in Life by Michael Kane. Teach me, Michael. Teach me. I'm willing to learn. So I've had a little bit of a read um, through that. I'll read quite fast. So I'm about, I'm on page 198 at the minute. <laughs> I know, I read quite fast. I sort of like skim read. It's one of my things. Um, I read, um, yeah, I read quite fast. It's like, um, it's it's been a gift and a fucking curse um, over the years. Um, but um, yeah, I'm not like fucking, you know, like, Johnny Five Hour Short Circuit. I'm not like that. Or fucking, you know, like um, Matt Damon out of Goodwill Hunting. But um, I uh, I do read pretty quick. So uh, once I get into something, you know what I mean? That's the thing, isn't it? You've got to, you've got to be interested in it. And it's got to be people you're interested about. I know um, people um, who do a, a book podcast... Um, long-time listener to the show, Hannah Sylvester and her friend, um, uh, Marie, do a uh, podcast, Fake Club, where, where they do um, pick random books up um, from uh, from charity shops and just read through them. But I have to, you know, and whatever it is, I think it's the third book from the left on the top, on whatever row, they, they just grab that. So... Um, but I have to be fucking interested in um, in something to read it, you know, or interested in the person. I find Michael Caine uh, infinitely an interesting person coming from a working class background and then uh, doing quite well in what he did. You know, like he's one of the most famous actors in the world, isn't he? So I'm there, like learning life lessons of Michael Caine today. 198 pages I've done of life lessons from Michael Caine. So, um so that was nice. And then I got a few other little bits. I got a chocolate orange. My mum always gets me a chocolate orange every year. Um, like just to throw in there as if I haven't got enough fucking chocolate in the house at the minute. Um, but um, yeah, so that was pretty much all, all, all of my gifts. I've got some other gifts to take up to somebody tomorrow. And, um, and then that's it, isn't it? Like it's pretty much, it goes so quick, doesn't it? I know kids and stuff like that. You you lose the magic of Christmas as you get older, don't you? Because I remember being fucking excited about it, staying up, getting up early and seeing that, bo- you know, bag of presents at the end of the bed. And now it's like, oh, fucking hell, I've got all this work to do, man. Um, I've got all this shit to do today. Um, but uh, not that I've done very much today, people. Um, not that I've done very much at all. There's going to be... Oh, fucking hell. What are we on? 23 minutes. Jesus. Uh, there's going to be um, no adverts today, people. I think you can give me a pass on that, can't you? You've given me a pass, like, the last few episodes on being late. Uh, so what I'm going to do is um, we'll do a few stories like that have been in the news and shit, and then we'll call it a day, shall we? And then we can all get on with our lives about um, uh and enjoying our Christmases, can't we? I'm gonna. I'm not gonna finish this bottle of port tonight. I. I have. Uh, I am a greedy fucking drinker, but I'm not that greedy. Um, let's have a look at this. Um, Colorado. Here we go. Like Colorado man Rob Bank immediately threw cash in the air, yelling "Merry Christmas!" Now here is a guy who gets the spirit of Christmas. Um, ultimately. 
A Colorado Springs robber was anything but discreet after he stole thousands from a downtown bank on Monday afternoon with witnesses saying he immediately ran outside and yelled Merry Christmas while throwing wads of cash into the air. This geezer needs a fucking medal. He says, uh, uh, trying not to uh, burp into the fucking... <laughs> An eyewitness told KKTV that the man who identified police, 65-year-old David Oliver, left the bank, threw money into the air, shouted the holiday wishes, then went to a nearby Starbucks where he sat down and waited to be arrested. Fuck it. That's a big fuck you to the system. Maybe he needed a fucking bed for the night. He looks like fucking Santa Claus as well. He's got a big white beard. Love it. Police said Oliver was arrested without conflict and no weapon was found on his person. Though the suspect had reportedly claimed to have a weapon while robbing the nearby Academy Bank. Of course he did. Of course. He's not going to walk in there and say, look, I've got no weapon or anything like that. I don't want to hurt anybody, but hand over all your cash, is he? Fucking hell. They'll just go, oh, fuck off. Uh, police said Oliver... Uh, 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 fucking... Here we go. I've read that bit. Colorado Springs Police Sergeant Jim Jeffercate... Oh, man, it's almost like Jaffa Cake. Uh, Jim Jaffa Cake would have been awesome. Uh, did not confirm to the Denver Post that money was thrown into the air or that the man yelled Merry Christmas. Uh, the amount of money stolen remains undisclosed, but Jaffa Cat told reports that thousands of dollars remain missing. Witnesses say people walking down the street picked up money and returned it to the bank. Fuck off. Not all of them did. If some of it's still missing, surely. I bet they thought they'd give themselves a little... Little Christmas bonus. Uh, anyway, that is that is the sort of story you want to hear about at Christmas, isn't it? Have a bit more port there. That's the sort of story you want to hear about at Christmas. A guy robbing a fucking bank and then throwing it all the cash in the air and yelling Merry Christmas and then just casually going to a Starbucks sitting down. How cool is that? That needs to be a fucking film about that guy. That should be the new A Christmas Carol. That should be the new Dickens fucking thing. If he was writing today, just about a man who robs a fucking bank, throws it all in the air and just sits there and goes, well, come on, give me a bed for the night. Uh, he'll probably get a bed for a few more nights, really, won't he? Like, it's America. That's, sentences are harsh. He's doing, he's doing 10 to 15. Um... I don't know. Uh, what other stories have we got? We've got one more story here, and then we're done. I know, I know. I know it's a bit um, uh, slapdash today, people. Not that it's never normally slapdash, but I know it's a little bit slapdash today. But, it, hey, it's Christmas Day. I'm halfway through my first pour of the day. I don't really drink that much, but I'm a fucking greedy drinker when I get going. I went out the other day and I was a bit fucking too greedy. <laughs> On oh, Monday, Monday afternoon. Oh, brutal, brutal. Here we go. Blind mystic Baba Vangas. That's an unfortunate name. Baba Vangas predictions for 2020 after foreseeing 9-11 and Brexit. This is somebody who claims to be Nostradamus. She's dead, by the way. Uh, she's a blind mystic. Well... On all of the pictures, she's got her eyes closed. I don't know if she's actually got eyes or not. It's all these mystics and shit predicting shit that's going to happen in 2020. And, um, and, um, everybody does it, don't they? 
they're never fucking spot on. 85% chance, apparently. Uh, 85% prediction rate. This is what this Baba Vanga... Is Baba Vanga, is it? Yeah. Baba Vanga. Despite dying 23 years ago, she's not putting out predictions now still, by the way. That would be fucking miraculous. Saying, I knew Boris Johnson had come out with a mass majority. <laughs> They're never that specific, are they? Those with a keen interest in mysticism continue to revere Baba's work, which some claim looks forward to 5079, the year she believes the universe will end. Nice. We're all going to be long gone by that point, people. I wouldn't, I wouldn't stress too much on Christmas Day about it. Right before her uh, death at the age of 85, did she predict her own death at the age of 85? That would have been, you know, she made a series of predictions of the year 2020. I'm going to go snowboarding. <laughs> no, you're not, Baba. Uh, the most startling revelation is that Vladimir Putin and Donald Trump's lives are in danger. Did she actually say that or did she say, uh, there's a picture of Donald Trump on the phone with a fire behind him now. He looks like the fucking devil. <laughs> Another recurrent theme in her prediction has been the destruction of Asia. Baba foresaw that a big wave will cover the shore and people would disappear into water. Well, you know, they're always having tsunamis over there, aren't they? The outlook in 2020 is equally as bleak. With more tsunami, no, none of these fuckers who predict shit in the future say, "Hey, it's going to be all right. 2020 is going to be a beautiful summer. Get your board shorts on." They never do that shit, do they? It's always something fucking. I bet she was a fucking nightmare to be around, weren't she? Just doom and gloom all the time. Ah, fucking hell! People fucking kicking away a white stick. The fucking miserable old bitch. <laughs> They never do anything like that, though, do they? It's never, hey, 2023 is going to be your year. The economy is going to get uh, going again, and we're all going to be fucking living in fucking mansions. It's never anything like that, is it? It's always people being wiped out. Bulgarians suggested that extremists would use an arsenal of chem chemical weapons against Europeans. Nice. Supporters of Barbara are keen to emphasise how spot on she has been with 85% accurate. Uh, a phrase that regularly crops up in fan forums. Uh, in 1989, she guessed that America would be hit by two steel birds in a terror attack in what was later interpreted as the 9-11. Fucking hell. You know, it's vague, isn't it? Two steel birds. You know, if you're going to be specific... You know, you'd say on September 11, 2001. It was 2001, wasn't it? I think so. September 11, 2001. Two fucking planes are going to fucking fly in the Twin Towers. You don't want to go to work that day. She's not saving anyone's lives, is she? By vaguely suggest two steel birds are going to fucking... All right, you fucking mental bitch. Um, oh, dear. I'm just, I'm literally just, um, uh, yeah, it was 2001. I'm checking. 18 fucking years ago, man. It doesn't seem like that, does it? Jesus. Um, yeah, where's this Baba woman gone? Before, Baba's big breakthrough had come a year earlier, however, when she accurately predicted the sinking of Russian submarine, the Kursk. Did she? Ah, uh, a, a steel fucking fish will uh, drop to the bottom of the... All right, stop with the fucking animal metaphors. 
Before cancelling Christmas and ordering a nuclear bunker, however, readers should know that some questions remain about Babra and her predictions, some of which have been proved to be way off the mark. Here we go. Her prophecy that Europe would cease to exist by 2016 was clearly wrong, uh, unless seen through an incredible, generous Brexiteer lens. Wow. Babra's suggesting that the 1994 FIFA World Cup would be played between two teams, beginning with the letter B, was equally wrong. Fucking hell, she covered everything. <laughs> fucking just stay with the um, fucking horrendous disasters and leave the fucking football results. Uh, the nuclear war penciled in for the years 2010 to 2014 also failed to materialise. No shit. Perhaps more damage seemingly non-existent. non-existent. That's the port kicking in, isn't it? Perhaps more damning is the seemingly non-existent nature of her prophecies. While Baba may have spoken or written down her predictions in Bulgaria, no credible version is available to view. So it's all bullshit then. They just took a picture of... This could be fake news. They just took a picture of some blind woman and said, she's a fucking soothsayer. According to a 2012 Washington Post investigation, the few prophecies that can be traced back to their origins appear to come from Russian social media. Here we go. Here we go again, people. Russia have infiltrated the Ben Briggs podcast with a bit of fake news. Ah, oh, what better way to celebrate Christmas than that? Fucking hell, we're on 33 minutes, people. What better way to show how the world and fake news works than Russia finally infiltrates the Ben Briggs podcast with one of its fake news stories? And there's somebody now in Russia being shot because I've found out. <laughs> and what better way to end the Christmas Day episode of this? Should have been Christmas Eve, I know, but it's Christmas Day. Um, that's it, people. Episode 67. We got through it. The port is fucking repeating on me, something chronic at the minute. I don't know what that's about. It's bouncing off that Christmas dinner I had earlier and coming back up in gas form. Um I hope you have a lovely time and a great Christmas. I hope you spend it with your loved ones and everything. Um, have a great time uh, for the rest of the holiday period. Uh, tomorrow is where the gout starts for all of us. Um, have a great time, people. Uh, it's, that's episode 67 out, motherfuckers. And I'll speak to you Saturday, and it will be Saturday. Take care. <laughs>